podcast you are currently listening to is called Bad Playstyle, in which we all play the same video game and then talk about it, during the course of which we will swear a ton and probably spoil every single aspect of the video game. ready for this shit uh no no but go (laughs) okay um two years have passed since the events of the last film kate pierce is now a cynical 13 year old who is unhappy spending a family christmas in cancun mexico with her mother claire and her brother teddy her mom's new boyfriend bob and his son jack she wants to be back home where it's snowing more like a real christmas kate decides to run away and get an early flight back to home in Boston. She catches a shuttle that Jack sneaks onto. They are unexpectedly transported to the North Pole by the driver Bell Snickle, a nefarious Christmas elf. Kate and Jack are discovered and saved by Santa Claus, who brings them back to his house and Mrs. Claus. The Clauses give the kids a grand tour of their village and all it has to offer. The four of them go back to the house for dinner. Jake and Kate go to bed as Bell Snickle and his follower Speck begin an attempt to destroy the village. Mrs. Claus tells the kids the origin story of Santa in Turkey and how he saved the elves from extinction and received the Star of Bethlehem, a magical artifact that stops time and provides power to Santa's village. The Clauses adopted Bell Snickle. As he grew up, and they had less time for him, he became naughty, causing him to be transformed into a human as a curse and ran away. Bellsnickle releases Jola, a Yule cat, into the reindeer pen, injuring Dasher. uh, Bellsnickle releases a potion into the village that caused the elves to go insane. He steals the Star of Bethlehem from on top of the village's Christmas tree. Santa and the others... Uh, confront him. Santa attempts to take the star back, and a struggle between him and Bell in in the struggle between him and Bellsnickel, it is accidentally destroyed, causing the power to go out in the village. And the maddened elves start a snowball fight that gives Bellsnickel time to escape. Santa and Kate leave for Turkey in order to get the forest elves, led by Hakan, to build a new star. Jack leaves to get a route to cure the crazed elves. Mrs. Claus stays behind to tend to Dasher. Kate and Santa find the elves who build a new star and Santa captures the power of the star of Bethlehem inside it. While flying back to the village, Belsnickel catches up to them on a sleigh pulled by Jackalotes, a hybrid of a jackal and a coyote, which he created and steals the star so he can stop himself from aging long enough to figure out how to replace Santa and transports them back to 1990 in Boston, via a time travel device he has planted on Santa's sleigh. Jack finds the route and brings it back to Mrs. Claus. Kate attempts to buy AAA batteries for Bellsnickel's time travel device. Hold on, I need to scratch my face. This, is this a Turgis television show? This was made in the US of A. Oh, God. Um, the executive producer of this movie is Kurt Russell. This right. is a movie. This is a movie. This is all one movie. This is one movie. Hold on. We're more than halfway through. Okay. Uh, all right. Kate attempts to buy AAA batteries for Bellsnickel's time travel device, which she and Santa now possess at the Boston airport, to transport her and Santa back to the future. 
However, she is detained by an airport security member due to apparent counterfeit. Their money was marked as made in 2020. Kate is taken to a locked security room with kids who have lost their parents. When Kate becomes upset at her wrongdoings at Cancun, another kid, Doug, comforts Kate and helps her escape the room. This movie was made this last year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no! Okay. Helps her escape room. After Kate joins Santa, she realizes Doug Pierce is her late father, the child who helps her escape. Um, with help from a worker named Grace, Santa gets everybody singing a Christmas song as the weather clears up. With Christmas spirit high enough for the sleigh to fly, Santa puts the batteries in and they transport back and recover the star. Mrs. Claus makes the root into a powder. Jack fights his way to, to the snow cannons. Don't know what that's about. Uh, fights his way to the snow cannons, places the powder inside, and shoots it onto the elves, curing them. Santa and Kate race back to the village, evading Bellsnickel as he chases them. Mrs. Claus throws an explosive gingerbread cookie in between both sleighs before they can collide in a game of chicken. Dasher recovers and assists Santa in defeating Jola, the Yule Cat, the latter hurling the Yule Cat out of the village. Kate places a star on top of the tree, restoring power to the village. Santa gives Bellsnickel the first toy they built together, and Bellsnickel reconciles with them, transforming back into an elf. Santa flies Kate and Jack back to Cancun, where they inform an excited Teddy about their adventure, and Kate becomes more accepting of Bob. At the end of the day, Kate, her mom, Teddy, along with Bob and Jack, sing Oh Christmas Tree as Santa, Miss Claus, and the elves sing the same song up on the North Pole. Uh, that movie believes in Chekhov's gun 17 times. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so th this is starring Kurt Russell okay. as Santa Claus. Of sure. course. I'm sure. I, I would cast myself as Santa um, Claus. I don't know who like Kurt hardly Russell. any of the people are in this, though. Malcolm McDowell does voice work, I think, as one of the bad guys. Okay. Um, I want him to be the Yule Cat. <laughs> the the kid from uh, uh, Hunt for the Wilderbeast is Bellsnickel. Okay. Um, the, little, the little Maori kid. Um, and Tyrese Gibson's in it. Excellent. Um, th thanks for listening to that. Um, is this produced by Pure Flix? Produced by Chris Columbus and Kurt Russell. You know those Chris Columbuses. Trustworthy folk. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've heard that name before. Yeah. What is Chris Columbus? Oh, this is the guy who made Home Alone 2. And found America, man. This is a great American filmmaker. Uh, what you citation, don't know. Citation no, needed. What he you made don't the first... know is that he's an immortal and, and is in the Highlander game. Citation needed. He made... Um, <laughs> Okay, he made Miss Doubtfire, um, the first two Home Alones, the good ones. He did the he uh, found commercial success directing the film adaptations of J.K. Rowling's novels Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's yeah, okay. Stone and its yep. sequel yep. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, uh, which are his highest grossing films to date. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That sucks. Bring money. Listeners, thanks for suffering through that with me. Um, I had a coworker read that out loud to me, uh, apropos of any, like without any context, yeah. um, apropos of nothing. So you took psychic damage, so we had to take psychic yeah. damage? Yeah, Is and that... now I've inflicted okay. it I'm to just her. I'm tired. That's... <laughs> That's not good. It, like, So when you first started reading it to me, I was like, oh, so this is like some lost 90s right. like cartoon. Like, it like, felt like, like... Not a cartoon, but like a, like a really low budget, like... Like um, one of those money laundering movies. Mm -hmm. It feels like an early Shuki Levy, Haim Saban, like 
show like like canon you know they used to make movies not and they wouldn't put them in theaters they would just sell them to syndication yeah yeah um you know it feels like that you know it feels like something like that where somebody wanted to buy a new boat yeah you know it feels like what Hame saban would do between samurai pizza cats and big bad beetleborgs right yeah but it was it was definitely it felt coke fueled and then you told me oh, it yeah. came out in 2020, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I really like the, like, incredible detail that, like, future money gets marked as counterfeit when you time travel. That's fucked. Well, it, it just means that the cashier was, like, really on their game. Right. But, like, that's a real problem for time travelers. Yeah, like, yeah. also the weird, like, half John Connor move of her dad saving her. Yeah. <laughs> was kind of Also, like, unnecessary. Why, why was her dad being detained by TSA on Christmas in <laughs> yeah, 1990? Right? <laughs> And how does that shit make you more accepting of your new stepdad? Yeah, when you'd be like, oh, oh, I just hung out with my dad. Actually, in the past, my dad's fucking yeah. awesome. And he's super cool, and you're not him. <laughs> you're not my real dad. Fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently, when my stepdad was a kid, he said he had a machine gun when he was in an airport, and they tackled him <laughs> yeah. and threw him in a cell. Yeah. Yeah, he saw that video, uh, the post Columbine video, where the kid pulls 22 fucking guns out of his pants because he's wearing the Jinko jeans. Yeah. You I mean, know. you know, if you're packing, you got to wear the, the Jinkos. Did you ever see that video? Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. It was in bowling. He fucking like, takes yeah. the shotgun all the way out of his pant leg. Yeah. I mean, that he kid. He has to, like, stretch different to get it out. The kid, like, definitely couldn't move with yeah. all that stuff in <laughs> yeah. there. Definitely one of those, like, scaremonger videos. Oh, yeah. No, like, you're way overemphasizing the point you're making. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, that was an opener. Welcome to Bad Playstyle. My name is Matt. Uh, with me, as always, are my two good friends. Say hi. Uh, hi. And. Hey, I'm Owen. Yeah, see, <laughs> Owen did it right. You want to try again? I'm Keenan. There we go. Um, so this is Bad Playstyle. This. Uh, Episode 88. No, 87. This is 87. 87. Um, yeah. uh, I just wrote down 88. I forgot that we time. passed the sex number. Well, a while ago, the yeah, sex I'm, number was uh, yeah, was no, bombs fall. No, I remember that was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. night in the woods. Yeah, and we we uh, we tweeted at uh, what's his face, and, and he, he was, was like, down. He was like fucking nice. Yeah, well, because it, it, that, nice. that episode also came out on nine eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like last year, last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, wow. So huh, that was the year that didn't matter, right? This okay. uh, uh, Universal Time Unit, we ended up playing a game at the behest of Owen called Thousand Threads. Uh, Owen, do you want to describe it now or later? What sure, you... I'll describe it now. Yeah, sure. um, it's a game I've had on the podcast schedule for a long time, and I keep bumping it back. Ooh, this is a can kicker? Yeah, because it's a game I kind of wanted to be in the right mood for. Right. Um, it is a open world game with survival elements, but I would, don't think I would call it an open world survival game. Absolutely mm, no. no. But 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 it is inextricably like overlapping it's with that stuff. It's reaching into that territory. Well, can you hear the calmness in my voice? Yeah. Because if you made me play an open world survival <laughs> game, I would be irate with yeah. you. Yeah. No, we don't. Uh, there's a reason we don't play those. <laughs> no, this is a game about chill vibes. We yeah. we tend to be nice to the games we play even when we don't like them and we would not be that about those. All right. Uh, but before we do all that, there there are um, certain immortal agreements between us and celestial entities that we have to uh, attend to, um, such as what you all been playing lately. Yeah. So am I, you're both looking at yeah, me. Yeah, we're both looking so, at you. All right. Yeah, go for it. Uh, that's good radio talking about who's looking at who. Um, <laughs> okay. I have a few. Uh, I picked up Deathloop. Yeah, that talk, game is a lot. Talk about Deathloop. Uh, Deathloop takes two hours to get out of the tutorial. 
because it has to loop you a couple times to explain a few concepts. Okay. Um, but when you get done with those time loops, it sort of says, now, here's you, what I am. Hold on, I have a question. Are you, like, hard tutorialed, or is it just, like, the, the, the stop tutorial boxes haven't quite finished popping up? It's more of the latter. Okay. It's, it's more of... It guides you towards specific things to show you mechanics. There, there's certain games where it's like, I'm def- I know I'm in a tutorial. I know yeah. none of this shit matters. Yeah. And there's certain games where, like, I've been playing for nine hours, but a new game concept has been introduced, right? right? And that's sort of, like, a different experience. It's like a soft leash by the end. Okay, fair Like, it's... Uh... So, what, what do you mean by looped? Okay, so... <laughs> that's okay. That's... Yeah, no, that's a very good <laughs> question. Um, so, Deathloop is a game that exists in a singular day. That is divided by four time periods. Morning, noon, afternoon, and night. Man, they can do anything in a video game. That's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking wild, right? <laughs> and you're stuck on this island called Black Reef. That is, everyone here has agreed to and is stuck in this time loop. Um, they all... Did you agree? Uh, allegedly, your character has amnesia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, half of the game is like sort of uncovering your relationship to all of these people. Um, narratively speaking... Um, and then the other half of the game is sort of figuring out the sort of hitman style clockwork that exists in this space. There are four time areas or time periods in the day. There are four zones you can go to of the map where there will be characters at given times. So as you play and as you go to someone's house to kill them, you might so, find like a journal. So that's like, like everybody's got a schedule. Everybody's on the same schedule. And every you can day. like fuck with that schedule. Majora's mass style. Theoretically, I haven't done that yet, but there's like. There's very clear, like, clues of, like, so-and-so is going to be over here at this time, right. and they're going to be with that person, and maybe that's a good time to kill them both. Right. Okay. Right? So, there's... Uh, I already hit one objective, that is, go to this house and get this information. Oh, shit, that house burned down in the afternoon. You're going to have to figure that out earlier in the day. Right. Um, and so, the way you reset the loop is you either play the whole day out, so you get done with nighttime, mm-hmm. and, and boom, you wake up on the beach the next mm-hmm. day, or you die three times. Everyone, everyone who's an important person on the island has a superpower, and uh, Colt's superpower is that he can die twice before he actually dies. All right. He has, like, video game extra lives. Um, one of the powers is straight up the Dishonored, like, dash to shit Super. move. Yeah. One of the powers is straight up Dishonored's Link. So you can tag I would, multiple people. I wouldn't. I would be disappointed if all the hits didn't come back. So that's the thing that's kind of wild about this game to me is that like, it is so much a game where, where Arcane was like, "Yo, we did all this shit really good in these three games, mm-hmm. and now we're putting them all in the same game, the same game." And it's like, it's got all this weirdness of like, the narrative unfolds the same way the time loop details thing works in. Uh, Outer Wilds, where, like, you're getting more information, and you bank that permanently as a player. Mm, that shit. Mm. Uh-huh. Am- Ambrosia. I didn't know I wanted that in a shooter, but I do. <laughs> I, want, I want that. I mean, that's, to me, that's the new, that's the new Nemesis system. Right. Just staple that on genres. Actually, can we staple both on a game? Hey, you know, <laughs> if, if, if you, you could, you would if you could, right? But the, but Monolith, yeah. you know, they went through and they made well, that. Yeah. It's free now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not... It was like a time-sensitive patent. Oh, was it's it? Not oh, a thing that's, anymore. That's dope. All right, cool. Um, so maybe, maybe along with all of the um, all the pandemic media that's going to come out in the next yeah. year or so, we'll get all the uh, the Finally Nemesis that, like, system games that come out. Green yeah. Arrow Nemesis game. I don't know. Batman's kind of played out. Um, yeah. So it's got that. It's got 
the way you maintain uh, a... People just kind of got tired of getting their jaws broken, you know? Yeah, yeah. you know? Maybe <laughs> fucking fun to school, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the the loop mechanics are about, like, sort of figuring out where people are and, like, optimizing a murder path on eight people in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, you gather up superpowers as you kill them, because everyone has their superpower. A bunch of them have, like, specific guns that might be useful to you. Like, I found a... I found a machine pistol that has two magazine wells, so you can shoot it while reloading it. Okay. It has 30 rounds in it, and when you dump 15 out of it, it that's... switches to the other one, and you can literally keep holding the trigger and that, jam a new so- mag that in. That sounds like a gun somebody randomed off of, like, an RPG <laughs> table. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And then someone someone had to program it. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I ask you something? Yeah. Because I, I, I've heard a bit of buzz about this game, and there's something I'm still not very clear on. So you're talking about like you have people you're trying to kill, is that right? Yes. And we're in a time loop. In like Hitman target style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're in a time loop. Yep. And when the time loop resets, like everything materially resets. Yes. What does it matter if you kill these people? You are trying to kill all eight of them to destabilize the loop and get out of it. Okay. So they are are they causing the time loop bodily? Somehow. I don't have that answer yet. Okay. One of the people it sort of points you to killing first is capable of making copies of herself and is capable of getting things to persist between loops. Okay. So my other question is like, does that mean that the logical end state for this game is that you need to somehow concoct a perfect run where you kill all eight of these people in a single run? In a single day. Okay. Yes. Um, But a lot of it is about finding the information to to do that and get that done. Yeah, because you only have four shots and you don't know where any of these people are going to be. Yeah. It's really, really possible to miss. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, so, like, I've killed... I've killed three of the eight people singularly, like, by themselves in their own area. And every time you sort of case their joint and, and kill them, you get some sort of piece of information about where they're going to be at a different time of the day. Mm-hmm. So that you can sort of, you know, you can eventually, like, build your string and pin <laughs> plan to how you're going to map the day out and do it. Um, and then one of the, the, like I said, they sort of soft leash you on the one goal. You go kill that scientist who has multiple copies of herself and, and does the persistence thing. Because that teaches you the mechanic on how you persist weapons you find in the world or superpowers or whatever between loops. I feel bad for this protagonist because he can't write any of this shit down. Yeah, but they, like, play a lot of fun with that narratively. Like, there's a lot of goofy jokes about that. Also, uh, everyone on the island who's a, air quotes, visionary is in a group chat on the computers together. And it is exactly the right kind of mess for a group chat because they're all messy bitches. The character, the main character that you play as, Colt, in yeah. this game, um, every time I see him and he and then he speaks in game and he doesn't sound like chains yes (laughs) i get a little bit of cognitive dissonance because to me especially in the like promotional artwork which is a little bit stylized he looks exactly like damon portier yeah Um, it's pretty strong there he also has a voice that's like edging on terry tate as the coltrane i mean it doesn't hurt that i've been listening to don't act down on spotify (laughs) frequently although i know wait you can't listen to that on spotify because it's a transformative work and spotify's down but anyway yeah yeah so <laughs> they don't do like remixes like no that. i get yeah, you yeah, i yeah. just there was a lot to unload there um you know there's literally a gag where he calls himself the colt train nice. and juliana makes fun of him for it well good 
Uh, yeah, if I, if like, I was friends with someone named Colt and he called himself the Colt Train, I would fucking make fun yeah, of him. But it's also very clearly a nod to like Gears yeah. of War Colt Train. Like it's it's a whole thing. That's it's cool. very good. That's cool. So so the the main antagonist of the I'm game. Ju- I'm just saying, I want him to scream on the goddamn ground. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get on the goddamn ground. Yeah. Um, no, and so so the main antagonist of the game is one of the other visionaries. Her name is Juliana, and she operates in like a dark soulsian invade your area fuck your shit up sort of way yeah, yeah i've heard about this and she functions also as a multiplayer vector where someone can play her and fuck your day up okay i have a question about this which owen and i were talking about this last night yeah what incentive do i have to involve myself in this at all the multiplayer part yeah um what why why would i open my hard-earned <laughs> time up to a stranger who knows more about the game invariably yeah. than I do. Yeah, no, if you're playing that fucking... mode, you've probably done the other part, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Uh Well, you can set it to friends only. Okay, that's cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm they, into that. They thought about it, right? Like, you can be online, you can be friends only, you can be single player. See, cause and it is a switch in the corner of there's every a, there's menu. There's a huge difference between a stranger coming and uh-huh, fucking with me uh-huh. and, like, say you yeah no (laughs) no and that's why like i had it online to see if anyone was gonna do it because i was playing it the first couple days the game came out Mm -hmm. never happened right um i've been lurking my steam friends list to see who's playing to see if i can go get them right and like i don't even like i don't have maps of this game in my head or anything but i want to do it i want to try it speaking as a person who played dark souls one extensively yeah and being a, a person who in its heyday both was invaded a lot and did invasions. <laughs> I know that as an invader, your part of your job is knowing more about everything right. about the area you're going right. to be in than the other person, and having having your little twink load out yep. at the perfect soul level. Yep, you know, yep. And, and just being like like my shit sharpened the poisons applied yeah. like i know yeah. exactly you know you're the prepared wizard coming I, after the guy juggling right yeah <laughs> and, and it's just like. That doesn't seem fun to me in a shooter <laughs> environment. That seems like it sucks. Um, but if it's, you know, if it's... Well, some... and, and it, it's... it's I, I don't know how much intel you get as Juliana. I don't know if you know, like, oh, Cole's packing this gun and these things. No, well, I don't need to know that shit, though. Yeah. But it's... it's the, the, the issue in that sort of environment becomes the dude with a thousand hours in the game is right. invading the dude with five. Right. You know? And that, like... The Souls level system attempted to alleviate that somewhat, but it's still like, dude, if I show up with a moonlight butterfly horn and like greater soul arrow and we're soul level 20, you're fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because guess what? I'm wearing a bellowing dragon crest ring and (laughs) dust crown and you're just screwed. Right. Right. And I'm standing between you and Quellog's domain and there's nothing you can do. (laughs) And to get to me, you got to walk through Blight Town. (laughs) Oh, okay. You you know? So it's like. Yeah. No, that's not good. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. No. And so like, it hasn't happened to me yet in right. any capacity but my fear going into playing uh so they're listed as break the loop and save the loop mm. in the main menu so break the loop is play cole save the loop is be juliana and fucking kill cole so the right, loop right, gets, right, right. is his name cole or colt colt my bad yeah okay. um I, I haven't played it so like i i've only they listened don't always to ex- people talk they about don't it. always say the t is okay. the hard part so it's kind of anyway um but but I don't want to be the guy who invades and then gets fucking dunked on by someone who knows what they're doing. Like I don't. Wanna, that's not an experience I want to put on myself. I'm still trying to learn the game from the one perspective. I haven't even thought about this other perspective, right? right? Like, um, but it's it's a lot and it's cool. And I didn't realize that someone could pull off the things I liked about the the outer wilds in a different context and still 
like land it. Mm. Like I finished, I finished the two hours of tutorial and fucked around a little more with half a day and then died. And I just kind of like, I hit the main menu again and I was like, oh, this game's so many things. Mm -hmm. Like, like it just sort of, it all it, hit me after learned, that loop. It's learned a lot from everything that came out in 2019. 2020. Right, yeah, yeah. right. And, and it just sort of hit me like, oh, the possibility space of this is wild. Right. And I am not prepared to continue right now. And I like closed the game and haven't played it since. Okay. Um, and then I started Genshin Impact. And that's some stuff. All right. Feed anime things to other no, things I know to make what, them stronger. We all know what gotcha games <laughs> yeah, are. No, no, fucking around okay. with that. When someone, when someone says they've started a game like that to you... <laughs> You, there's always this look of skepticism that they read as, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And you're just like, "But, but it's, but it's more of it is like, okay, we'll we'll just check on Keenan, right? Couple weeks, <laughs> yeah. see if he's okay. Yeah, no, see I just I have a few friends playing it, so I got dragged. In. See if you get cookie clickered out yet, you know? Yeah, I yeah. think that's kind of how it's gonna work. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like really doing a whole lot for me on its own, but yeah. the boxes are cool so far. <laughs> I haven't paid any money into it, so sure. I'm like super not feeling bad about it. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Oh, and you want to rock, paper, scissors, or what? What's up? Um, I'm going. Okay. <laughs> I, I've picked all three. Rock, paper, and scissors. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I've, I've been strats. handed a fait accompli. All right. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I bought the RimWorld DLC. That's what I've been Ooh, playing. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah. Um, it's the, the DLC is called Ideology, and it's about coming up with, like, about giving you, like, a really complex sort of character sheet to describe the ideology of um your own society and also of those all around you and so there's a lot of like there's a big menu of like shit you can pick from of like what like what the the foundation of your ideology is of whether or not you're like a religious institution or um uh people or basically like fucking communists or something <laughs> or if you're like human primacy su supremacists yeah whether lovers yeah it, it yeah reminded me a lot when you were showing and describing it to me of the the religion building system in ck3 kind okay. of reminded yeah. me a lot of that. yeah a little yeah. bit um and so it has a lot of options that like lock you out or lock you into certain types of things certain behaviors and items and like you like there there's a preset you can use but you can also just sort of build this on your own individually of being mole people and it makes it so your um, your villagers, your pawns, your colonists, I should call them villagers, um, they no longer get upset by being in dark rooms all the time. Right. And they're no longer upset by eating foods that in the base game are like repellent to all colonists. Right. These things that are normally negatives are suddenly okay. Yeah. That like eating insect meat is not disgusting. In fact, it's like preferred. It's fine. Things like that. We got or, bugs down here. Eat them. Yeah. But there's also like a lot of dials you can turn like like what ways it's acceptable to crop your hair yeah in a there's society. a lot of appearance stuff um and like so all your dudes wear parkas and tooks right yeah well and and preferred way to dress it, actually that's an interesting way that one shook out because um tooks can only be made out of uh cotton or out of, out of cloth i should say um and we don't have a lot of access to it so everyone just wears like other hats mm. even though it is like our culturally preferred hat mm. um but it also makes it so that, like, when you um, when you get the opportunity to recruit someone new into your society, whether they're, like, a prisoner that you recruited or someone just joining, it means that, like, their expectations and standard of living may be very different than what you've created in your colony for your people. And so it generates a lot more interpersonal conflict with people who join 
that like um like I had a, I was attacked a number of times by a nearby uh, village of cannibals and I would capture some of these cannibals in a prison cell and I'd recruit them to join my village and then they would whine all the time about how we don't have uh, giant slabs of stone for them to lay on because they believe in like a very a very like harsh existence that they 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 revel in the discomfort and pain in their everyday life and that like we're making them sleep in like wood beds with bed sheets and what things is like soft that soft bullshit yeah 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 um and like i uh, uh rescued like these techno assholes I, I think i told you guys about these guys they um turbo libertarians yeah yeah they're these like they they they, they fucking worship the people who ran the archaeotech society that existed centuries ago and believe that they should guide us and that like they're out there somewhere and we can find them and can, can you imagine that being like the secretary at like a de-aging spa in in like a you know a, a tier three civilization and then it falls and thousands of years later someone worships you yeah and yeah, like your receipts yeah or something yeah. some booster gold so, so, some some canticle for Leibowitz shit right well it's like the it's like the you know the the bronze age dude who sold everybody subgrade copper and we have all those like cuneiform <laughs> tablets where the people are like hey this dude fucking sucks do something about it municipality yeah and that, that's yeah. like a large portion of the like cuneiform b tablets we have or yeah. like complaints about this, this dude is like legendarily dude. bad yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the original bad customer service dude he's so bad that that writing became the better business bureau for his ass yeah yeah just man fuck yeah so like i got these other assholes and they they want to have brain rejuvenating devices shot at their face every day they're all about the nootropics yeah they want to be like de-aged and have sleep accelerators and so i've got one in my colony he's just mad all the time just take your vitamins and by vitamins i mean weed yeah (laughs) dude whatever i'm gonna like execute this guy i'm fucking sick of it yeah um he's He's awful, but you can you can also like tailor your own holidays and dress codes and things like that. And so the, the game also generates these for all the factions on your map. Yeah. Um. So like now the people who you meet are are weird and different and interesting. Like there's the people who I trade with wear like purple head wraps and they're cannibals, but they don't eat us. They just eat people. <laughs> eat other people. Yeah. This is a bit like the Fight Club dildo. Yeah. 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 Like they they show up and like they tell me that they're cannibals. They don't try and eat me. Yeah. Um, they're and, not like mean about it yeah but, and like they'll sell me like we shotguns eat, and stuff a people uh, yeah your people <laughs> yeah um you can convert them when they're prisoners now well you yeah yeah you can convert them uh you can convert them to your ideology before they uh before you recruit them which is the easier way to do it yeah um but you can also um try and shift the ideology of people who are in your colony yeah like you can you can bring them into your events and stuff and it will help shift them right well, and there, there's also um, there is some reward incentive for having a, a plural ideology in your colony oh, okay. that uh, a number of them uh, there's a number of technologies that have been added to the game or a number of things you can build that have been added to the game that are tied to various technologies that are locked out to you based on your ideology that like oh but they can access like these, these techno okay. this techno fetishist asshole because he's a part of my colony i can actually i have access to his buildings now okay I, I can build some of these cool like brain sculptors and shit like that I'm, I'm not doing it i don't like this guy i want to get rid of him right um but it lets you peek through the door at what, yeah, what's going on well and and, and it, it it gives you these opportunities where like if you can find two ideologies that can at least tolerate each other like you you get like you get more out of it. Yeah, it's Blend like, it. Uh, and, it's yeah. like when you dark, dark, dark archon the probe, mm-hmm. or not probe. That's the same that, okay. drone. Yep, there yeah. we go. SCB. I hate that. 
I hate that two of them have the same name. <laughs> anyway, so it's interesting. It, it's a lot more subtle of a DLC for the game than I was expecting. Like, a lot of the way I play is the same, and it, but it the ways in which it affects my play is minor, but persists through just about every aspect of the game. It's kind of cool how it sits on top of what was already happening. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer to think of it as sitting underneath. This forms sort of the, yeah. the like, the, like, Whatever the layer of soil is beneath the topsoil, forget what that's called. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it, it it adds like weird filters to everything yeah. in a way that's interesting. Yeah, so. substrate. That's the one. That's it. That's so it. that's that's what I've been playing. That's cool. That's it. What have you been I playing? Played Matt? that a little bit too. Uh, boy, all sorts of things. Uh, most of which are not worth talking about. Um, the the biggest thing I would say is I picked up Loop Hero. Oh yeah, that's fun. But we already talked about Loop Hero. Not different. Um, <laughs> still loops. <laughs> still loops. Still pretty good. The, weird, the one thing I will say is that game for me is is weird. It's weirdly anti addictive. I will play it for a while, um, but I, like when I finish a loop, it's not like the old days with Civ Four, where the first thing I want to do after I finish a game of Civ Four is boot up another game of Civ Four. The thing I want to do after I finish a game of Loop Hero is anything else. Anything else. Um, Which isn't a bad thing, actually. No, it's like, actually it's actually fine. Yeah. It's actually fine and good. Um, I, I had a similar experience with Loop Hero, uh, Death Loop. Hmm. That, like, I lost a loop, and I was like, well, I gained some stuff, and I don't need to keep doing this now. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the biggest thing, I, I guess the biggest thing I actually do want to talk about is I started sort of casually replaying Disco Elysium um and just with like a different build but the weird thing about that game is since i have such a good memory um but it's like one of the really hard things to do especially in video games is track where information came from yeah right uh it's really it's really you know it's a perennial problem in in video games and life and rpgs i know i need blank but where did it come from where did it come from right and so there's like you know in the beginning area I know that I, at some point I can ask the cryptozoologist's wife, uh, I'm a sweetie, do sweeties get money? But it's like, <laughs> you can only ask her that if you've already talked Certain to Gart. conditions, yeah. And Gart told you that you need money. Yeah. Because you don't know what money is yet. Because <laughs> you're a child. <laughs> well, because you've obliterated your brain. <laughs> like, you have, 40, you have 45 cents when you come down. Oh, my favorite fucking... I, I part- love that Harry has hard amnesia. It's not soft in any way. <laughs> well, to, the, to the point where, like, when you talk to Kim about it, uh, and you talk to the cryptozoologist who was like she was a doctor she's like that seems implausible <laughs> to, like the level you're, yeah. you're talking about and, right. and that's why i love that uh kim's old partner or not kim's uh, harry's old partner is like you're fucking faking it yeah which is like totally plausible right, right. <laughs> that he would he's enough of a dirtbag that this would absolutely be yeah. an excuse of his. yeah um and i just love that that like in order to solve the case he puts on this this act yeah you know um yeah i think it's much more fun to but it's a fun little headcanon but anyway yeah if, if you don't if, when you talk to gart and he's like you owe me 130 dollars or real right and and you'd be like oh i have i have 130 here and he goes no that's 130 cents and you're like what's the difference oh, he's like well, well real are like 10 times that and you're like what but that's awful it's <laughs> like yeah it is doesn't change the fact I that, like that he like both agrees with you and then goes but i need it <laughs> yeah, but you still owe me 130 real 
And then at that point, if you have high enough authority, you can threaten to arrest him and he'll charge you less. <laughs> oh, God, really? Yeah, yeah, you can be like, you did the murder. And he's like, what? What is that? <laughs> Gart doesn't deserve that. No, he absolutely doesn't. I feel like, like Dirtbag Harry is a horrible force. Well, so because so, th- that's the thing about that game is that you know, Owen Owen uh, coined this term in my brain of everybody has their definitive playthrough of that game. Okay, right? It's like these are the way the events went. Right, right. And this you know is how my game went. And, and because there's so many hidden checks that provide so much information, that you guys did the brain build. Yeah, I didn't. Right, I did gym teacher build. Right, okay. Um, and so there are things I know. That you guys don't, right? And there are things like a lot of things <laughs> you guys know that I don't, right? And so there's, there's like, like authority was one of those skills that I did have, yeah, in mental as a gym teacher, okay, right? And so it was like, and there, I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna tiptoe. There's a, all there's of a this. lot of situations where you have to go in and be like, I'm the law. That's why I have the law jaw okay. achievement, and you guys don't. Okay, got it. Because <laughs> you got a big dog, people. Right. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Do what I want. You swing the authority around. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was it's... like, I literally went out of my way to lower my authority when I could. Right. right. Like, if clothes said lowered authority, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to look like a dweeb. Right. Yeah, when I, like it's like when I went to talk to Everard, you guys sat in a chair, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't sit in that fucking chair. I don't think I did. Okay. But... It was a weird choice. The, the, chair, can, the chair can literally kill you. Yeah, it can kill you <laughs> really easily. The, the conversation with Everard is very deadly to someone with low uh, volition. Yeah, because um, he because he reveals he reveals that your gun is missing. Yeah, to you. yeah. I appreciate the death states that involve mental anguish but, in that but, game. But I was a magnesium-based entity by the time <laughs> I went to talk to Everard right. the first time, okay. which is a great way for a gym teacher character to have enough Jesus Christ. morale points. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and it works, too, because that's the type of person who's going to be dumb enough to, to believe, believe it to believe kuno have when it. kuno says yep. that he's a magnesium powered <laughs> <Yeah>. entity <laughs> yeah. to believe it and therefore force it to exist yes. but anyway i keep running into this problem where i want to play disco elysium because the um the final cut came out but i want to play it with someone else oh. so that it's not my definitive version because i know what my definitive version looks right. like it looks like me spin kicking measure head in the face <laughs> that's what it looks like you know um uh and and Ooh, smashing that smashing every object i can find yeah uh, yeah that fight's cool because uh if you're if you're strong enough you you sucker punch him and he leans over and if you're too stupid you'll notice that he's waiting for the uppercut to come and will fucking cross cut you mm. if you come in but if you back up a few and then come in and spin kick him in the face, <laughs> you'll lay him out. Nice. Yeah. And then, you know, who's a ham sandwich now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. The best the best part is that when you do that and you go talk to Manana, Manana's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing that, and I, I'm looking for someone to play it with. Um, whether that's you know one of my parents or or whatever, but I just I want to like live stream it with someone or play it with somebody. Yeah. I feel like Measurehead's the perfect like asshole with authority figurehead in that game. Yeah, where it's like everyone around him who actually has authority just doesn't like yeah fucking whatever with him, right? Like they don't care and they don't need to deal with him, but he has this very specific area 
where everyone else can fuck off and he's going to be an asshole about it. He's, he's a little tiny kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's... I absolutely love the first room in this game. Yeah. Because it teaches you everything you need to know about this game. Which yeah. Is that, like, if you're paying attention, absolutely. Which is, which is like... This is the type of game where you need to be able to roll with failure yeah. and just move on. And that it lets right? you. It's and so and good. that also, things as mundane as trying to get your tie down from a ceiling fan with a light in it can, can kill, kill you. you. Yeah. Can and will kill you. Um, that is literally how that game started. Right. Well, and, and also, like, the confrontation at the mirror is that, like, there's going to be information that you would take for granted that is very fundamental to the protagonist you are playing that just may be unavailable to you mm-hmm. that like like if you fail the check to to wipe the mirror and look yourself in the face it's like you don't get to know what harry's face looks like yeah you have a blurred out portrait for as long as um, it until takes. you do it yeah, yeah. Or like possibly for the rest of the game mm-hmm. and like you just you 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 could finish that game and never learn harry's name yeah. You know, you could never find yeah, out his name. Because you could like, not start that investigation. So a really long time after, after being that game, I felt like a light spoiler saying his first name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but it, it gets better. We should talk about the video game we actually came here to talk about. We're getting yeah. into yeah. a hole here. I mean, it's, it's um, cool. No, it's fine. Um, it, it is fine. I do love that game. If you haven't played it, please do. we it's got two whole m- episodes. It's my favorite game of 20. 20- 19 2019 2019 yeah question mark i don't remember 2019 yeah, yeah. um very thin margin between that and outer wilds year. right there yeah uh, i i think outer wilds beats it up for me slightly but like but yeah I, those are probably my two favorite games in like the last decade i was about to say 2019 was just a strong year for bad Bay style yeah like like we just had some real good anyway, ones go listen to those episodes go play those games uh not in that order the other order um uh, anyway, it's time to talk about uh, Thousand Threads. Thousand Threads. Um, boy, sure took us a while to beat this game, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't help that it's so long. Yeah, yeah. it's so long. Yeah. Um, this game, I remember I was one of an early adopter. I started up the game, started walking around, real vibe in the woods. And oh, then so I saw two vibe. people standing on the trail. And I was like, oh, I'm going to talk to those two people. It's two people. You usually only get one. Yeah. You know, I go up to him, and then some dick comes out of the woods and starts throwing a rock at them. <laughs> yeah. So I beat that person up with a stick. Yeah. And I'm standing around kind of like getting my bearings and like huffing. And the person comes up and be like, hey, thanks, man. Uh, here's five bucks. Uh, and I'm like, what? Okay, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and start doing the conversations, things, you know, who are you? Have you seen the person I'm trying to deliver mail to? Um, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and, they, and they won't answer that question. Nope. And then in the time it takes me to talk to them, that person has stood up. And they're like, why'd you beat me up? And they start trying to punch me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm beating you to death with a stick now. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm I'm going to knock you out with a stick again. Yeah. And Sticks then I, only hit knock the, I hit them with the stick and they died. They died? They yeah, died. You, you, you can kill someone with a stick. Oh, if, shit. If you, if you beat I them, never I, went that deep. I think it's if you beat them up again. Right, like they're right already after. injured from yeah, the yeah, knockdown. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I ran into something like that. It freaked me out and I didn't play the game for like two weeks. Sorry. Anyway. Damn. <laughs> I, I saw someone get mugged. Yeah. And I, I stopped the mugging. I, I interceded and I knocked the guy out and I went and talked to him. And they're like, oh my God, that was terrible. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Like, shit happens. And he's like, hey, can you do me a favor and like go get revenge on the guy who attacked me? Knock him out. And like, I look over. He's, he's like laying on the floor, like 10 yeah. feet from us. He's like, yeah okay man and so i tried i tried to do that thing where like you know when you accept a quest and you already have the item to turn in so yeah. like, you accept the quest and then you talk to him again he's like i got the thing yeah so i tried to do that check it out <laughs> he's right there yeah so i tried to do that and he did not acknowledge that i'd knocked this man out so right like, all right whatever i guess i gotta go over and like do something it's like hey you knocked that guy out but not since i asked <laughs> yeah yeah 
And so I went over and, and hit him some more until he died. Um, and then this is now a witnessed murder. And yeah. now this guy's mad at me. Yep. Yeah, dude. I got so many fucking times where, where it's like uh, uh, that shit where it's like I ran into some people on the road and they got mugged and I beat up the person and they saw me beat up the person and now they're mad. But that guy's a guy I need to deliver a letter to. But he won't stop fucking running away from me. Yeah. 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 The the someone getting jacked as you roll up on them with an objective with them yeah. was very annoying the few times it happened for anyway. me. So I, I feel like we, we, we should go over like what this game is exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. about the game's about delivering mail. It's yeah, the yeah. main thing. It's a game where you wake up in your tent and and there there's a dead mailman who has a, just a barely mail- down the path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the mailman died like right in front of your house or your your little your little hovel. Um, and then you for really no reason take it upon yourself to fill the mantle of, of i'm the mailman of, of the postman yeah, you interact with this corpse and you take his mailbag yeah now you look at me well and like I'm when you go to the post office now. they're just like yeah if you're not busy yeah do it they're like hey i gotta bury that mailman you found uh can you deliver the mail yeah <laughs> and there's no no option. everybody lives in shacks and tents except occasionally there's ancient stone structures that are broken yeah uh everywhere that like you can go to and then occasionally out on the water there's like broken sea walls yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's giant there's gigantic stone structures truly, truly monolithic did yeah. you talk to the archaeologist lady yeah a little bit she said shed a lot of light on what was going on oh okay i didn't talk to her enough then. i talked to her like i had i when i found her i had like seven artifacts mm-hmm. and like five fossils so i just like camped out and so, had story time so i was trying to figure out at one point what to do with the artifacts yeah. and i found on the steam form someone mentioned that if you give them to this lady she'll tell you stuff and i never found her yeah. so i just have a bunch of artifacts so yeah. i'm just like I don't know. I like really stumbled into her. Well, tell like, me, yeah, come on. Yeah, what she what she tell you? She so like they have a religious structure that is just called the ways, and they have like I, I Bible hearing, verse structure. I remember hearing a story about like slamming a tablet together like a sandwich and leaving the gore inside for a full year to like Willow Man make the crops good. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of shit like that right. where it's like weird animism. Willow Man, Witcher Man, yeah, Wicker, 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 Wicker Man, Wicker Man, yeah pass a coin to your wicker um yeah so so like it's a lot of weird animism shit and those gates and things are there because it used to be an empire that like fell yeah um not a lot of detail though like well everybody's got cool face tattoos you hand her the thing and she's like oh yeah uh this guy likes sandwiches and you're like cool and then every once in a while it's like actually a verse or something that she gets to uh but it's very like meant to obfuscate most of it like, it's pretty clear, like, we're going to give you enough to be interested in this to maybe want more artifacts to maybe go get, get the rest of those. Uh, but, like, we're not we're not really building building here. Mm. Um, yeah. Owen, you and I talked about how you could probably speed run this game in, like, an hour, an hour and a half. I, I think you could probably do it in less than an hour. Yeah. Like, like the end state of this game is, like, you go back to the, the post office after doing like two or three mailboxes, yeah. After, after doing, uh, it, it's not clear to me which of the deliveries I did triggered this state. Yeah, but I don't. I I didn't. I wasn't that thorough about delivering letters. I kind of picked and chose who I wanted to oh, deliver to. I did to. all of them, so I have no good data on that. Yeah, I, I I had a bunch in my inventory. I think when the game ended. Oh really? Yeah, I had um, none. So that was you. You solved the dad mystery. I yeah, I dad and sunned and yeah. then did some more mail, and then the game was like credits. Yeah, and me I was too. Like, cool. Yeah, me okay, too. so it's probably that. I also I went to every square. Available. I saw that you had that achievement. Yeah. I was like, damn. Well, okay. There's a secret. Um, <laughs> well, I had like delivered all the mail. Okay. And I was like, 
man, I don't want to fucking walk back. <laughs> and so I opened up Cheat Engine and was like, I'm going to find the value for walk speed. <laughs> okay. And All right. Just, and just do that. Yeah. And then Cheat Engine was like, hey, you want to update? And I was like, sure. And I updated and Cheat Engine was like, hey, we got this feature where if like we know the game engine, we can just like turn up the clock speed on the game engine. Okay. Right? So I was just like, hey, game times five. Yeah. And I just turned on a podcast and went to every square. <laughs> the problem is, is that you're technically not, you, like, you forget if you're running or not. And okay. if you're not running, you're not faster than the wild. Oh, <laughs> so okay. they'll kill you in like a quarter of a second. All right. Right. Because the game's going five times <laughs> fast. Yeah. Okay. Because the wildlife in this game is kind of fucking deadly. Yeah. yeah. Until you yeah. get level three stick, those things will fuck you up. Yeah. I, I never I never bothered upgrading my stick that much. I went for the mining pick. Because yeah. the mining pick, a level three mining pick, also does like yeah. a beefy amount of damage and it smashes rocks in one hit. So the level three mining pick only does four more damage than level three stick. Also, the mining pick smashes through the rocks that block your path yeah. between areas That's i only the... unblocked one. Oh, i, I did both. i saw you unblock two yeah i was like i apparently didn't need to because well, the last area gives you so many lemon nets i was yeah. like why not yeah yeah lemon nets are cool yeah i liked oh, all the fungus in this idea. game has good names yeah like, all, all the all the herbs it's like brick head brick buttons yeah. brick buttons uh, yeah. royal royal spear and mustard shelf yeah. and all that stuff yeah yeah good good floor and i was just i was a slingshot guy myself as far as where my most of my upgrade point went yeah there's there's one where um the name seems like it's supposed to be a play on words of a morning glory it's like a, a glorious morning or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that or, or golden morning or golden something. morning that's yeah. what it is yeah i like the moon flowers they were cool yeah one of the giant boulders i didn't unblock because it's just really easy to get out of bounds and around it yeah you can just like kind of skyrim your way across a ridge i really liked the amount of freedom it gave you to go up sheer surfaces just by jumping up yeah, them. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there was there was number of invisible walls between me so and some wait stuff. you said jumping so i went in my settings and it says jump is bound to five and i yeah and i was spacebar yeah what? For, yeah no I, I i did not have a jump in this entire game oh, okay um the, the jump never worked for me huh Huh. Well, yeah, my thing was I would go up to, like, surfaces that weren't entirely vertical mm-hmm. and just, like, jam jump, and it would give me, like, a centimeter at a time. Oh, damn. Um, See, you said that in our, like, chat, yeah. and I tried it, and it wasn't working for me, but that makes more sense. There were certain areas where it would send you back down. Okay. But those were, like, a human being went, if you go right. here, it'll, I'm right. saying you the bottom of the hill. Well, also, you know? like, this is a game where, if we're, if we're, if we're talking, like, walking physics right now mm. if you're on a hill and you walk horizontally and the hill becomes steeper it almost never dumps you out yeah that you you can just keep walking along as long as you're going horizontally mm. yeah so if you can find an area where there's just a soft incline and, and then start walking sideways and you can like kind of just mountain goat your way around yeah. i would consider myself a gamebryo engine um mountaineer yeah and that is a basic technique <laughs> from the very beginnings yes. of yes. gambrio mountaineering yeah. that's that's I, how i got into the like, back of caesar's legions camp yeah. before you get invited in and found out that it's completely invisible walled off and you can't get into it well and like uh the first time i played new vegas yeah um there's all like you get to see new vegas mm-hmm. from there's Good the Ca- Casador Canyon, yeah. Well, in, in the Death Claws, too. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's all those Death Claws. And I, I just skyrimmed my way along close. I, I, it didn't even occur to me that I was, like, breaking the flow of the game. <laughs> I was like, well, obviously I'm supposed to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. And so I just, like, avoided all the Death Claws by, like, screwing around <laughs> on the cliffs. That's and went straight to the Strip. And then every time I, like, 
felt like oh like oh yeah i should get back to the main story they kept like wanting me to leave and go like back to good springs and go back to like these old podunk towns like i don't know seems kind of cool here in las vegas i'm just gonna do this for a while (laughs) yeah this dude from caesar's legion came up to me in a suit yeah told me to come to the camp (laughs) and like i I ended up stumbling upon benny just in a casino (laughs) instead of like tracking him down nice and so this whole like quest to hunt him down was kind of well i mean that's where that's where you end up organic that's like that quest ends in yeah yeah what in the goddamn and you go upstairs and he tries to kill you yeah um Oh, and you mentioned earlier that like you kind of waited for the right time to pick this game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a really slow like it's a, this is a game I've booted up a number of times over the last year. Yeah, and each time I got like a few minutes into it, kind of saw what it was doing. I was into it, but just like not in the mood. Yeah, and then just like close the game. Yeah, because um, it's like it it has a really specific like vibe. It's a very mellow vibe. Like even when the wolf is attacking you, you're like whatever, man, hit you with a stick. Yeah, and it's like it's not. There's no like elevated heart rate from anything in this game, right? Like, it doesn't stress you out in a way that like, and like it has like a, a minor economy built into the game and like crafting, but like, there's not such a great gravity on it that I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta get <laughs> yeah. that. I gotta upgrade this. I just kind of grab stuff as I went, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you eventually you clear a thousand bucks and you're like, okay, I can afford everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there was like a point where I realized that like... Um, I just stopped doing that. The hides were only used for upgrading your ammo pouches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't care about that. Yeah. That I never really used any of the ranged weapons very much. Right. So I just sold all my hides and you have to defend yourself against animals frequently enough that like you have a lot of meat and a lot of hides. Yeah. <laughs> and so you just sell them for a ton of money and, yep. then, and then, you know, like Matt said, like you can just buy whatever the fuck you want whenever you see it well and it makes sense considering the economy that exists because everyone wants flowers rocks or meat and hide yeah turns out you can get a lot done with meat and hide (laughs) so but yeah you you mentioned that you sort of picked a time for it and i having had a very stressful week very much enjoyed booting up this game and chilling out well and it's 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 got really um it's got really gentle ambient music Mm -hmm. um and the environments are gorgeous yeah the Um, visuals are are like all, all stylized and incredible all, all the spaces are pleasant to walk through like I, I found myself thinking about this about like not just the art style and the music style but just like the way it all comes together makes me feel like did you ever play proteus mm. the island that proteus takes place on in my mind exists in this world somewhere like somewhere far okay. away god that game just needed like one maybe two more features what was, proteus yeah it was just two it was two nothing for me that's why, because I feel a little bit that way about this game, where, like, this game is, like, a little threadbare at times, that, that it doesn't have, like, nah, a super deep... Threadbare. It doesn't have, like, a super <laughs> deep uh, uh, anything in it. Yeah. Like, uh, the, a thought I found myself coming back to repeatedly with this game is, like, it's like, like, you know those mods for, like, Skyrim? that are like a lifestyle mod yeah. where you can like RP is like a merchant or something. Yeah. It's like w- bear with this very strange comparison or analogy here for a minute. It's like if you took that mod and it was just that mod and none of the Skyrim that goes yeah. under it. <laughs> yeah. Mailman the game. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> like 
I mean, first of all, like this game's all about chill vibes, and no one in this game does jack shit. Right. You know, they just sort of chill. They usually just sit on their porch and talk to their partner, or like it's no wonder everyone lives in go tents. down to the lake and hang out with their neighbor. Yeah, or like sit in front of a campfire. Yeah. But like also, or go it's... jack a dude with a rock, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. See, for like a peaceful, idyllic community, there's a lot of that. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of that shit. A lot of muggings. There's so many people who are like, I want you to go fuck that dude up for twenty dollars. When and I got, like, what do you do? When I got to the gloaming wilds or whatever it's called, the last the area, gloaming the, hollow, the yes. shaded area. Yes. there was. There's like four people that live there. <laughs> right yeah and and three of them were fighting when i got there okay <laughs> i get there and there's like three of them and i meet all three of them and the last one's like you have something in your inventory that i want and starts trying to fucking shoot me and so i'm like okay well i guess i'll shoot you with a slingshot <laughs> um because you, if you upgrade the slingshot it does like it does it does more damage than the gun if it's fully upgraded uh-huh i never got a gun yeah. <laughs> I, I bought the gun and i was like this thing is a nuisance yeah, yeah. I, it, like it sucks because i have to upgrade it a bunch it's worse than my slingshot so it's like i'll just use the slingshot with the shotgun well, bullets also the, way more damage also the gun uses metal ore as its ammunition and like i need that to be upgraded in my mining pick right. you know like like ev- like everything worth upgrading takes metal ore to upgrade so like why would i shoot metal ore out yeah. of my gun well the, the thing i saw when i was investigating uh, any strategies for this game because I was curious after I was mm. done is some people were like yo you get the level 3 pickaxe really quick so you can go get all the, the, the metal out of this zone next door so that you got bullets and I was like bullets that's stupid I'm, everyone gets gas powered stick and it's fine <laughs> like, yep. like I was whooping ass with level 3 stick from like the first third of the game on like well it also like when I bought the gun I um immediately was attacked by a wolf and i yeah. used all you you have a maximum carrying capacity of five bullets i used all five of those bullets shooting the wolf i hit all five times the wolf did not die yeah and i i felt very um betrayed by my investment yeah. okay thing i started doing later in the game when i was rich was i would come across people fighting and i would take down the aggressor and then i would heal them yeah but then this thing started happening where i would heal them they would stand up and be like hey thanks here's five bucks <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be like, "Why did you attack me? Why did you attack me? I don't want to talk to you anymore." It's yeah. like, "Well, wait, you but." Yep, yep. I found that healing people after knocking them out for being dicks was the best way to keep everything neutral. Mm-hmm. That was my whole thing, the whole game, because I never lost a health chunk fighting anything, mm-hmm. so I never needed the heals for myself. So I'm just like two shot and wolves when they come up to me with the stick, and four shot and bears. So like whatever. <laughs> And yeah, Bear's got the shotgun. Yeah, okay. The shotgun rocks. Yeah, yeah. If you upgrade enough, you get shotgun rocks out of your slingshot. All right, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, this game was like a real good mellow vibe and also didn't demand too much. Yeah. You know, you meet games like this and you're like, okay, cool. And like part of me was expecting like a narrative turn that like these temples were going to start mattering and superpowers. Yeah, but that's like something the, weird. this game isn't. But it's not interesting. It's not worried about that. Yeah, it's not at all. Um, like like even like the end of the game it, it it's it uh it reminded me a lot of the end of home movies <laughs> um like the, the last episode of the of that show like there's not like a big finale like it's just I'm, another episode listeners right? i'm sorry if if you if you haven't watched this show but like it's a show about a kid who makes movies in his basement with a camcorder and the very it the last episode is just it could be it, this episode could happen anywhere in the series yeah it's just a normal episode. The only difference is the very last scene is he's filming landscapes going by out of a car as they're driving and he drops his camera 
and the car behind them runs over the camera oh, and damn. that's the end of the episode and like the the ending of this game kind of felt like that yeah where it's just like you're just you're just living your you're ordinary kidding. life and something like a little bit sad happens and and this is the story of that done yeah yeah, yeah it's like yeah the, the we had to bury the the mailman that you've been picking up the work for thank you um if you want to keep delivering the mail you can yeah we appreciate it mm-hmm. and it's just like damn that was yeah. like that was like a really like see for, you at the trading post yeah for like a game that didn't have like big character arcs and things like that it, it was a it was a very touching way to end the game yeah it's it's as mellow as the rest of the game mm-hmm. in a way that works really well i, I think there's a, there's a lot of craft that shows in this game too that um like there's a lot of like really minor things like um the fact that everything is not a button press to pick up but a button hold to pick up yeah um, it's all really intentional like really dictates the pace of it yeah it makes it very intentional or even like the the transitions with the fast travel mm-hmm. i really loved that that there, there's not like a loading screen there's not like a picture of a map with a dotted line showing you where you're right. fast traveling it, it, it just fades down into one color and then fades into the color that the biome is yeah. that you're going to in a way that's that's really pretty yeah it's the the visuals in this game are super smooth mm-hmm. in a way that completely like i was very stressed out the week that we were that i was playing this before we we're recording and mm-hmm. i found this game to be a thing that helped me calm down because everything about it is very like it's cool. Deliver the mail. Yeah, the landscapes in it are like more desolate than I was expecting. Yeah. Too. Cause like I, I, when I played it like a year ago, like when it came out, like I played like just that first forest area for like a few minutes. Yeah. And that place feels dense compared to. Yeah. 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 Else. Yeah. There's a lot of people that live there. There's a lot of trees and, and yeah. stuff all around, but like huge parts of this game, like, like the, the, whatever the like dusty, like Southwest looking Southwest the United States. Lands or whatever. Yeah. With yeah. like the Sagro cactus and yeah. stuff and even like the snowy areas and and stuff like that it, it, it there's a lot of just like has a really good sense of space yeah um in in my mind i always conceived of this place as being the frontier lands of a greater civilization somewhere else mm-hmm. uh, of the, these people chose to come here with their families and their friends and their enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why it becomes less and less densely populated the like further you oh, get sure. from okay, that first yeah, area. Because that, it's like that first area is what j- just west of Ohio. Mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And then like... You know, oh, that makes sense. It, you know, in a fantasy world where there's no Native Americans. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like the <laughs> way... Um, I like the way a lot that it uses its fast travel, that it has a very constrained sense of fast travel. And that, that's something that... It's like only at the signs, yeah. It's, it's only at the signpost, and there's only like a couple of there's them. There's like three or there's four. There's one for each area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, a very... well, there's, there's one that's for three areas. Like it's, oh. it's at the edge of two of them and is one end of another right. area. Yeah, it, it made me think a lot about the way in Breath of the Wild, um, even though that's a map that has like, like literally like 150 fast travel points yeah. on it or something like that. All of the fast travel points in that game are not next to whatever the destination is. There's a very intentional you need to travel. Yeah, that, that they're all set at least some distance apart from the things you would logically want to travel to. That If you want to go to the Great Fairy Fountain to upgrade your thing, the shrine for it is still like four or five hundred feet from the shrine. So you still have the like spatial experience of like entering and traveling to the space. So and they're they're all set up that way too. It's the, a... the gates are very close to the places you're going. 
It's, yeah, it's the intentional version of how the Thieves Guild is always impossible to get to in any Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. yeah. Well, or, or I was going to say, like, in the old Elder Scrolls games, like yeah. like in Morrowind, like, stuff like the Silt Strider yeah. and, and taking the gondolas around the canals or the and things like guilds. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the only thing, the only bad thing I have to say about the way the fast travel in this game is done is the only thing that would make it more perfect is if there was some sort of diegetic explanation for the fast travel. Right. Like I would love that. Like a like, wagon yeah, if, or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. If, if there was a guy I could, I could pay to rent a donkey from and, right. and I fast travel to the other stable where he rents donkeys. Just like, he and his brothers run donkey stables. Fucking enormous homing pigeons. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like that's the only thing that would just make it more perfect to me. Cause I, I love that stuff when, when fast travel exists in the game, but is used very carefully and thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. Um, which most open world games don't do that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're very interested in eliminating that friction, uh, and have these points to do the checklists. Yeah, like it's it's like the response is it's such a slog to drive from point A to point B to do this mission. So I should eliminate that. And it's like, no, what you need to do is critically re-examine why is it a slog to go right. from point Make A to point B. Make the drive enjoyable. Like, why are you building an enormous open world if it sucks to drive around in it or it's uninteresting to drive around yeah. in it? Yeah, or it's like the point in Morrowind was always the stuff you see along the way. Right, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, the, and, that's my favorite part about Breath of the Wild is that, like, I invariably run into something else on the way to somewhere. Sometimes I get distracted and sometimes I don't. But it's always a cool experience going somewhere. Yeah. Even if I see things I've already seen because they're set up in a different way. And, and, and to and be f- tied to your memories. Yeah. To be fair, this game is a little boring at times. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to try and bullshit about that. Like, this game is literally made by one person. Yeah. Uh, hey, local developer, by the way, a Seattle developer, cool. Uh, cool. Brett Johnson. Uh, but like, like programmed art and music and you know and writing and Which all like that. hell yeah. man yeah Good so work so like i'm not i'm brett i'm not dragging you for like not populating this game world with more stuff right just, like that's kind of the point right yeah. yeah i liked that it didn't ask too much sure i would have been more stressed out if it asked me too much and this game brought me the opposite so i very much enjoyed that um, so like this is like this is what I consider to be like an entry in like a very, very subgenre that I'm becoming increasingly interested in, which is like the big open world game that is like not in any way predicated on like crafting guns and yeah, leveling man. up. Yeah. You know, like put this in the same column as uh, East Shade and stuff like that. Well, yeah, like it's, it exists um, in a place where it's it's exploring what these spaces can be. Do you, do you remember when we were comparing Hired Gun to Doom Eternal? And Doom Eternal's like you got the flamethrower and you got the grenade and you got the super shotgun and you got the and you got to use all of them at the right time. Mm-hmm. And hired guns like, hey, do you do you want to blow stuff up with your mind every thirty seconds or so? And, <laughs> and you're like, is there a reason I should do that? And you're like, I don't know. Do you think it's cool? I don't know. It's yeah. here. And it's, you it's want sort it. of it's sort of like <laughs> this is the open world version of that. It's yeah. like you can, hey hey man, um, do you want to use those heights to upgrade your ammo pouches? It's like, is there is there game reason why yeah. i should need Am to I do... Gonna need no that? do you want to it's like no, no not really scary. so bit later <laughs> so, did, did you guys mess around with the peaceful mode at all no what's that? so i i played it that for about an hour um and that just makes so animals don't attack you oh okay, oh, okay. um which we, when i first I, I i played it on peaceful mode for the first hour that i played it because i walked out of my tent and was immediately killed by wolves um and i was like well that sucks and I was like looking at the options. So there's a peaceful mode. I was like, you know what? Like this game seems like a chill vibe. Like I want that. But if you play it like that, the thing you just described, Matt, mm-hmm. it, it's like even more. So it's like 
almost nothing in the economy matters at that point. Right. Because everything in it is, is, is based around either protecting yourself, healing yourself, or like the literal only thing that matters is getting the pick to the point where you can get that first gate open. Yeah. 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 A cool game. Yeah. Cool. Weird, small game. That I dig. Did you guys find the bridge with the, the key? Yeah. It's got a keyhole. Did you open it? Yeah. Yep. What, what's over there? Uh, a pathway that leads to like a cool pathway to a bunch of other areas. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a really fast way to get to some of the later areas. Okay. I, I, I found that bridge and um, I meant to get back to it and then I couldn't find my way back to the bridge later in the game and I was like doing other shit. So, I so never what happened to me was as soon as you enter the Rustlands from the, the Humming Plains, um, there's like it kind of forces you a couple of squares down on the map yeah. and there's unrevealed stuff to either side of that gate. And so I used my amazing Gamebryo parkour to get really high up on those mountains and then everything's color changed and I was like what the fuck yeah. and eventually like I had to jump around a bunch of invisible walls to get up on the path that leads to that bridge mm-hmm. and then I was like I went on that bridge and there was like three other areas that way so okay. Matt but, but, approaches a Gamebryo game and has a Lex from Jurassic Park moment of I know this <laughs> <laughs> but, but like it doesn't take you anywhere that you don't have access to through other ways no it's just it's it's a second way to get past the second boulder okay is i think I yeah because i didn't it. deal with the second boulder and it got me to did, yeah. did you buy the key like what's the, what's the deal yeah there's a so there was a door and there was a box yeah with you the key pay in it. you pay like 200 bucks and, oh yeah. okay i missed that yeah. it was just like you need the key and i was like i definitely don't have a key yeah <laughs> and so i just left no there's a there's a box just to the right of it like on okay. the same fence that it's on yeah seems like a real dick move though have a bridge with a fucking toll key well i think that's a litmus test. Is like, are you engaging with the economy? Yeah, at probably. All? Yeah, we don't want to let you into the later areas if you're not. Yeah, engaging if you're with not it. playing the game, so maybe you either, you play you the either game need song. to gather enough to upgrade your pick, or yeah, yeah but, or, or also like if you wasted all your metal ore shooting it out of a gun. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you killed enough stuff to have to sell to get the money to to get do this thing. Game. Yeah, because um, that's where uh, you know Orin's dead body is. Right. So. right. Yeah, cool game. Not really anything like narrative to really discuss. Yeah, though. like like uh, like I enjoyed reading all the letters and like the little. Oh, I back stopped and, after a while. The back and forths, but like also like they're all so small and ephemeral that like I don't feel like I needed to like really latch onto them. Yeah. Like the only one that I, I really remember is like one of the first ones I got, where it's that that woman who has written like six letters in a row. Yeah. Because she fuck? was really nervous. It, it, it's like someone like being really nervous on a dating site, yeah. basically, and, like being too over eager and sending like six messages when you yeah. should really send one. Um, I was hoping that would be a little more dynamic when I met her. I just gave her all the letters and didn't have an option because I thought I thought the game was like positioning to me like you have the opportunity now mm. to like tank her go. her first impression with this yeah, person or, or like do her a favor and only give out one of these letters. And I thought that was like the, the that'd be an interesting thing. Like I like yeah, I thought that would be like an interesting dimension to the the letter delivering. <laughs> Um, I, w- I wanted like reading it to have a consequence or like a dialogue option the, where like someone would be like what the mail all comes open now and you're like I'm the mailman that's how it yeah, works yeah, there, there's a letter that alludes to it oh okay. and they're like hey I think someone's reading our mail um, okay. so don't say anything like super crazy in your letters I like stopped reading them because it all seemed so vapid like at a certain point I was just like I don't really care about any of these conversations well also like the the stuff people say you can tell it's um it's not individualized. It's pulled right. from a pool. Right. Like I had a number of people, like when I asked them how they were doing, they would say like a very long winded thing. thing that was very specific that someone else had already said to me. Um, 
which I was uh, like, again, like I don't hate it, but I was, I was, I was always a little disappointed when that happened because it made the experience I had with that person before, like, you know, right. More like playing with a toy than talking to a person. Yep. You guys ready for the bad standards? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So <laughs> where were we? Oh yes. The bad standards. Uh, Owen, you're, yeah. you're driving the bus on this one. Okay. Um, uh, star sector. Oh, star sector. Um, like, like a one or a two yeah i want to say like a one okay so it's a yeah do, do we want to expand on that at all i don't know like i, I don't know what there's to like say really it's like i feel it though like yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing to like like, they're, like there's like a little bit of immersive sim stuff mm-hmm. but it's like more on the immersive side and less on the sim side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's yeah. why. That's why I was like, I was like a two, and then that didn't feel right. Not, not that Star Sector is an immersive sim, but like, like it, 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 like I'm just talking about like that, like crunchy systemsness. What would you Numbers even call like, it? Don't system matter shock in this game. Bioshock. Anyway, um, what? Well, <laughs> sorry. That was a, uh, by the way, we're doing the bad standards, which is where we we list a bunch of games and compare them uh, in one to five. Yeah. Uh, five being the strongest, zero being the the weakest. Uh, Outer Wilds. Okay. Out of Ooh, I want to give this like a two or a three. Yeah, care to explain? Um, it's just like, like almost all the storytelling in Outer Wilds that you encounter has to do with written correspondence. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and 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 environmental stuff. And there's not a ton of environmental storytelling in this game, but there's like a tiny bit here and there. Right. So you said you said two. Yeah, like a, like a two or three. I think a two. I like a three because they're both cozy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm, like I'm, that's the other piece of that to me that matters. I like it. I like it too. That's camping fair. and campfires. I think I'm going to three. There are huge portions of the of Outer Wilds for me that are not cozy. That's fair. Um, that's fair. Like like the thing that's in the trailer, Giant's Deep. Yeah, Giant's Deep is not a fucking cozy place. No, you're right. But my resonant <laughs> vibes from both sure, games. Sure, are sure, cozy. sure. I'm saying like 100 percent of Thousand Threats. Is yeah, cozy, yeah, except for when people are being mugged. Yeah, right. Or um, bear. Or well, bears are fine because I got a slingshot. It's it's interesting coming back to the muggings. They're like enormously more muggings per capita in this tiny little woods populated by like fifty people yeah. than like anywhere in that's the world. Like this place is more violent than GTA. That's just yeah. how they handle problems. All right. Um, so it, that's a three. Void bastards. Hmm. Wow. Uh, a zero. Like unless you got something like I. No. Yeah. No, there's very I, there's very little corollary here. Um. Besides, like, eh, no um final fantasy i know you hate this one <laughs> zero okay all right hitman um so this game does do a thing i was planning my roots a lot yeah Sad. yeah well it, it also does a it, it does this like interesting bit of simulation stuff where like people do move around and yeah. the, and the game like keeps track of it and it keeps track of names and keeps track of like who's been killed yeah, you get there and every single and person in a hitman game does have a name yeah. or yeah. In, the, in the world of assassination yeah. Yeah. like i had this thing happen where um i got a lead on someone on where i was supposed to deliver their mail and then at a certain point in the game it just took them off my map oh yeah and i said like they're not there yeah you lost track of them they're yeah. gone now yeah and 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 it's just like huh 
I guess that person isn't just a mannequin waiting for me to arrive with a letter. Like that type of experience is why I verified every mailbox I saw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you deliver? Uh, yeah, that was a question I wanted to ask you. Was did you deliver mailboxes or in person? I made sure every single letter I delivered was in person. Wow. To their face. So I did in person unless I couldn't find them. Oh no! If I couldn't find them, that just meant that we we looked harder. <laughs> we gotta go find them. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I always tried to deliver it to their face because I always wanted to see what they would say. Right. Yeah. Um. And it usually didn't. It wasn't anything. It doesn't but, really. But yeah. after I started doing it, it's you know me. I'm a fracker. Plus they tip you like five dollars. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't need the money at that point. Me neither. Yeah. It wasn't about that. Yeah. So. I, I think I put some in mailboxes, but I think I did most of them to their face just because I wanted I wanted to yeah the get, interaction feels get better. a little more story. I didn't enjoy putting them in the mailboxes when I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did the, you know, the implication like it, was that no, yeah, I did it. It's delivered. Did man? Did you say a number for Hitman? I don't remember. I don't think you did. No, I was I was still just sort of working my way through my thoughts about it. Like I want to say like a two. Okay. Like, I'm not gonna argue, I mean, you guys also get to weigh in on. I know, I'm not going to argue. That's no, like I, I see enough of a two. It's a weird two, but it's a two. Yeah. Uh, ham-fisted into Overcooked. Weird. The mailman in Overcooked. I don't think he accomplishes much. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. I, I think he. Um, I think he upgrades the shit out of that stove, though. Yeah, I, I just don't <laughs> think he's really accustomed to working at like the pace of like a, a like a line cook kind yeah, of kitchen like a environment. environment. Well, yeah. and the idea of food having more than one thing probably fucks him up too. Like the, so, no, you just eat the just eat the mushroom yeah, or the the meat. Like this guy probably gets yelled at. Like this guy probably hears from his boss a lot. Like you got time to lean, you got time to clean, and because this, this guy like leans a lot, and he never cooks anything. Yeah, nothing ever sees heat. Oh, also, he didn't apply cooking. for this job. He just walked in and found a dead cook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the guy who owned the place made him do it very softly. Yep. All right. Final thoughts. You should, you should play this game. It's cool. It's cool. How long did it take us? Yeah, I think I probably clocked like eight hours in this. I whole think thing. I beat it at like three or something yeah. like I, that. I think when I looked yesterday, because I asked you how you did it in 44 minutes, so it turned out that Steam was like, hey, this is what they played in the last two weeks. Mm. And Owen like sprinkled his time out more. Yeah. Uh, I think you were at like four and a half and I was at three and a half. Okay. This is how that, how that went. You know, it's funny. I've always considered time management enthusiasts to be like a dire insult, <laughs> but I think I'm the person who plays games early the most. Yeah, on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not like an indictment of your guys' strategy. No. It's like obviously we all show up ready to do. But yeah, like, no, I found out that this game was short and like bad habits wise. It means like I can put that off. <laughs> I also just had a rough couple of weeks no, before it, it, this, I, and again, I it pulled wasn't... myself out a hole partially because of this game. So not not an indictment. No, I know. Uh, okay, the next game uh, we're playing is called The Forgotten City, which was at one point a Skyrim mod. Um, it is a time loop game um, developed by a studio called Modern Storyteller, um, and uh, yeah. I, I it sounded really interesting. I forget where I heard about it from, um, but yeah, I'm I'm super interested in playing it. Uh, obviously, the last time loop game I played, which was the Outer Wilds, banger, was super good. So, um, and this will be you know within the Outer Wilds uh, 
bad standards. So hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully we can sneak a five in there. <laughs> you know, but well, hopefully, I don't know. That's a lot to live up to. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I, I would hope, like it to be. That I hope. Much. It, I hope. Yeah. It's, I've heard good things. Imagine a few weeks from now, I was giving it like one out of wild. Yeah, it's got time loops. Whatever. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? What the fuck is this game? How do you fuck up time loops that bad? Um, anyway, if you have a problem with anything we said, uh, you can reach us at. Some, 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 some. At Bad Play Style on Twitter. You can find, you can email us at badplaystyle at gmail.com. You can find us anywhere where podcasts are hosted. If you want to go to our website, you can go to shame.club or shame.business. Those URLs are good. I yep. used them the other day. I, I use shame.club frequently uh, myself. Um, I will say, if you made it this far in the podcast, we love you Thank more you. than yeah. everybody else who didn't. Five um, stars. Hold on, before we go off. Well, I was just going to say, if you would, if you made it this far, I ask you to go on to whatever podcast yeah, app you're doing and leave us, us a review, cool, even if the review is just literally you saying the word "brap," um, <laughs> and then whatever stars you think is necessary. But just like you know, just to do it, um, <laughs> right? That'd be great. Oh, and you said you had a thing before uh, we go. I don't have a thing. Okay, okay. we don't have a thing before I for- we go. I forgot to check our emails. No one has emailed us. Okay, oh, I okay. I gotta edit that out. We got oh. game codes for the emails. <laughs> but yeah, if you email us, if you if you contact us, we'll send you a game code. Um, we love you. Goodbye. 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 and more like it at soundcloud.com slash Bay. That's B-U-C-C-I-B-A-E. Stay fresh.